Everybody wants to be successful, and yet we all have different ideas of what that is. Finding success is the journey we embark upon to go and get what's ours. We are willing to travel down within to find our greatness buried deep inside of us. Questioning society's views and flipping the script, putting our own stamp on life. We're here because our future is within our control. Finding success is how we grab hold of what is possible. The relentless pursuit of success starts here. We are finding success and we're here to break that monotony of your life and help you find your own version of success. Adam, how you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good, man. Welcome to another episode, guys. Um, this week, oh, what I can't remember what episode number it is. 52? Yeah, 52. Total, 53. Yeah. Um, we were talking, we were just talking before the recording of this episode, and we got to thinking how quickly the year's gone. Yeah. It's now... End of July. End of July. <laughs> we got like five months till Christmas. Till Christmas, that's just scary enough, isn't yeah. it? It's five months. Yeah, it is. I feel like it was just February the other day. It, mate, it's insane. Um, time is flying. It's flying, and it's... All the things have changed in the world. A lot of things have changed in the world yeah, yeah, in the, yeah. sp- the space of this year as well. We, you know, we've had... Mad, mad changes in the world with Bojo lo- losing his place in Parliament. We've had, you know, the wars. Giving it up, not losing it, quit. Giving it up. Little. We've had wars. We've had Biden falling over quite a lot. You know, it's, it's changed massively. The world has changed massively. Have you seen, um, it just reminded me of a little thing I saw on the internet. Um, he was doing a speech, Biden, and he goes, to describe America in just one word. And he goes, Excuse me, <laughs> he couldn't get it out. It's just someone like putting um, subtitles of what that. It's just <laughs> Sorry, carry on, carry on. Uh, yeah, uh, the world's changed massively in the last seven months. And when you think we've only got five more months to go in this year, what else can change? Yep. A lot of things can change. Yep. Who knows where we could be? Yeah, you're right. Politics in the UK are changing. That could be very interesting. Yeah. It's going to be on the news all the time now, so I'm going to probably start watching the news for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to annoy me out, like, scrutinising every single person. Oh, it's just, that's going to do me in, so let's not talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> While we were talking or on the topic of how fast the year has gone so far, we kind of thought, well, and we do this, we review our goals quite a lot, don't we? Yeah. But we wanted to ask you guys the question, and put the put the point, put the question, and sort of put you in a position and ask yourselves and ask you, how are your goals looking for the end of the year? The ones that you set. Listening now, wherever you may be, walking to work, sat in your car on the way to work, doing whatever you need to do, sat in your home, just listening, vibing, enjoying the podcast, because you always do. Have you thought about your goals that you set? Look back to January. Do you remember that January episode or the end of December episode where we said, yeah, this is a great way to... <clears throat> start a year off, start your exam. Plan it out, get ready to go. Look back to then. Have you achieved anything that you set out to achieve? Have you are you en route to it? Where are you mm. about to now? Have a just a a refocus, a reset. Have a look. Because I, I would be surprised. No, I wouldn't be surprised because you're obviously an epic listener if you're listening to this. Yeah. Very you're pretty on it. Yeah. But I know I could be further ahead with some goals. Yeah, yeah, of course. I've let some slip. I think I think everyone could. I mean, no one in this world says I've I've smashed all my goals. There's always, and no matter who you are, because if you want to be a better person, you always move that goalpost for yourself. You don't ever say, "Oh, I could have, I could have, I smashed those goals. I've done them all." Do you know what I mean? You always move that goalpost. If you hit a goal and you go, "Oh, I'm going to go a bit further this year. This goal's too easy. I'm going to make it harder for myself." 
So no matter what, your goalpost is always moving. Yes, we tick those goals off, but we move them to the next year or to the next six months or whatever. So they're ever ever adjusting, aren't they? They are, which can be hard to keep track of yeah. because you might have written down something that you achieved way earlier in the year, but now you've com- it's completely moulded into something different. So it's just about keeping a track on them at the same time. Yeah. Um, which is why <clears throat> you should always review your goals. Spot on. How often do you review your goals? I do them every three months. Okay, every quarter. But yeah, yeah. But I would say that's almost a bit too broad. Yep. What do you do? Uh, I'm every month okay. um, because I, like we used to do, have a little accountability session uh, every week and sort of I'll write down my main sort of snippets through the month and when I've broken those down, I kind of go, right, this is what I need to do to achieve this. This is what I need to do to achieve this into little bite-sized pieces. And every single month, I'll have those either on the whiteboard or something that I can see day to day and just know that I'm going for that for this month and this for the next month. Strong. That's really strong. Have you have you felt that's helped? The thing... Do you know what? When you said every three months... That is what everyone should do, I think, to start off with. I, I think it's just the best way to get into it. The, what you, the, the thing that makes a difference is seeing it every day. Yes. When you place it somewhere on your whiteboard that you walk into your office or you, know, you walk into your bedroom or your shower or whatever, and you see those goals every single day, you don't forget what you're going to do. You don't forget, I'm getting up at five o'clock to go and sit down and scroll through Facebook and have a coffee. I'm getting up to do my own thing, to do my own work and to get going and, and make my life a better better peace and position of myself you, you're always better in yourself so if you don't do that i think you kind of lose track quite fast yes and if definitely. especially if you're reviewing it like <clears throat> six months or a quarter you know you get to you, you forget quite a lot on why you're doing the journey so definitely a game changer for me was having it where i could see it yep i agree i am um, i found earlier in the year to be fair <clears throat> there are some days i don't get to go on the computer just because of the way life, life is exactly. yeah um and i've got my my vision board on my computer it's it's not a it's not a whiteboard it's a vision board on my computer on notion yeah nice um <clears throat> and we spoke about vision boards in that episode at the beginning of the year and i think it's really powerful it's fantastic but i don't see it every day no yeah i don't even see it every time I'm on the computer because it, i have to go and find it to go and look yeah at it. so i have started putting goals on my so i've got i've got about three whiteboards in the house now yeah got a little one for the daily goals or just or just the to-do lists, I think. Yeah, yeah, the easily achievable ones that are quick fire, <clears throat> run them down, rub them off the next day, so rub them down, rub them off the next week. Yeah. Um, and then a few larger ones on the whiteboard in front of me, again, so I can just see it daily. It's just that, just like we read in Think and Grow Rich, it's that constant, almost a reaffirmation of yourself, constantly yeah. reaffirming that that's what you're doing. Yeah. So whenever you get sidetracked, whenever you get distracted, whenever something really cool pops up, you go, wait a minute, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> What's the big goal? What am I chasing? Oh, that's it. That's why I'm doing it. I forget. Because you do forget sometimes. Yeah, completely. Completely. And just, yeah, just replanting that every single morning is like really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And it is, we all know it's hard to keep track of what we're doing or, or how we're going on and what we're doing, going to do and why we're doing it. So definitely, like you said, having having that in front of you just makes a big difference. Just like um, New Year's resolutions. How many of you failed on them because not many people write them down. You're just saying around the table, didn't yeah. you, on New Year's Eve? Well, your parents come down like, what are you going to do this year then? Do you know what I mean? I'm going to stop drinking for two weeks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've made it to the second week of January. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, four days in. <laughs> oh, man. So that's the difference between goals and just a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Goals that you, you're writing them down. 
dreams are nothing without goals. They're just dreams. Yeah. So you need actionable tasks to be able to go off. Yeah, actionable steps. steps. Exactly. One of the right there, it right is. there, in that book, um, as you already mentioned, um, it says six steps to make your goals realistic and achievable. I think it's six or eight, I can't remember. Um, and one of them was to look in front of the mirror and read out every single day and every single night what you want to do and what your goals are and where you want to be in 10, 15 years or so on and so forth. Um, I wrote them down on my phone. So I almost wrote myself a script and look in the mirror and read that script out to myself. And then you, you seem a bit really, you seem really, really stupid looking in the mirror and reading out a script to yourself. But after the third or fourth or fifth or 10th time, you know what the script is. You can chuck your phone away and just reel it off when you're brushing your teeth. You don't have to physically say it. Just look yourself in the mirror while you're brushing your teeth and just sort of read it out through your head. This is where I'm going to be in 10 years. This is what I want to do. Goals and so on and so forth. Just helps you. It feels silly, just, just like you said. You. But it's it's <clears throat> it's like it's like when you go to the gym, that mind-muscle connection. Yeah. It's just that that connection to your mind. Your thoughts are your basically become your words and your words become your actions. There's exactly. That, that trail, um, that path. And if you if you just if you embody that, make that a part of your daily routine, it's incredibly powerful because yeah, your is, mind man. is so powerful. Yeah. So just use that to your advantage. It's a weapon. Use it to your advantage. Well, what are you... Uh, how would you feel about... Because as we said, starting off this podcast, not everyone smashes their goals every single year, every single month or every week or so on and so forth. If you don't smash your goal, how do you go about correcting it? It's <laughs> a good question. So firstly, I would say failure. That is a fail. Yeah. You, you've not got your goal, which again, everyone's got such a negative, oh, um, mate. A negative aspect of, of yeah. failure. But actually, it could be the best things that ever happened to you. Generally, I've failed before in my life, and sometimes the best things that ever happened to me. And if you failed at reaching a goal, you completely went off the rails. You are nowhere near where you're going. Fantastic. If you've realised this as well, yeah, you have. You are aware of this situation. Um, awareness is so key in life. Um, you're on the right steps to recovery to greatness in a way yeah. because if you've realised you've you failed completely you can not backtrack but look at where you've been look at where you've gone wrong dissect it and rebuild yeah, mate. and rebuild a stronger road in front of you rebuild a yeah, yeah. not a failure proof but a much better route than you were taking um, and you, you just can be better off in that situation you yeah. just learn from your mistakes learn from your failures 100% so you're right completely almost right almost welcome them yeah uh, this, like you said, there's such a stigma around the word failure. Like, there, there's kids nowadays that probably don't know what failure means. Like, their parents say, "Oh, you can't say failure. You know, you don't. You're not a failure." Do you know what I mean? They, they just, they just don't recognise the word failure. Failure is not a bad word. Or failures, in my point, in my opinion, sorry, one of the best words that you can say because, as you said, if you can recognise what you've done and what you've failed on, you can react Spot and on. reactivate where you want to go and what you want to do and the reasons you're doing it. So recognition of what of what your failure has been, by far one of the best. If you're things there, you can do. you're on the right road, and yeah, you're, you're heading in there. You can then take intentional action and put you in the right direction. Yeah. Going back to kids not really knowing what failure is. Mm. Have you seen they're doing sports where there is no winners, no losers? They're yeah. not keeping count of. So they're playing soccer in America. Excuse me. There's no score. They just put them in the back of the net, restart the game, yeah. go again, and. I think that's horrendous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I don't understand. Just imagine it in judo. Well, mate, wouldn't you're fighting, you're fighting, yeah. no points, and you just, all right, you've got 10 minutes to fight, and just yeah. do what you want. Like, what's Have fun, crack <clears> on, <throat> fight for 10 minutes. It's stupid. Right. Yeah. One, because 
there's nothing to go after. What's yeah. the point in doing it? There's no point in doing it. And two, you're not teaching them failure. You're not no. teaching them how to deal with losing. Yeah. How to deal with sucking. How teamwork and and all. You're missing out on so many different things because you're scared to upset them. Yeah. The snowflake generation has become even more soft and <laughs> even more. Pathetic. No, you're right. It's quite funny because, like you said, when. Uh, for instance, we use football. Say if you're playing in a, I don't know, what, soccer, what sort of age? Right, soccer, sorry. What do you reckon they sort of do? Was it like under 12s or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say so so you go to now under 13s, right? You're playing under 13s and they actually count the score. How are you going to react or how are you going to understand that you've now lost a game? Like, you, you, I don't think you're going to understand what's going on. Why are they counting goals? How have they, the team, have won and you've lost? Why is everyone around me upset and angry? Yeah, and, and why you know why are they happy? For instance, same with Judo. If you get thrown on your back and you lose a fight, how is the other person, why is the other person celebrating? You're sitting there all happy. <laughs> and like your coach is looking at you like, what are you happy for? You lost your failure. Like, like yeah. they're walking around like, what's going on? You wouldn't have a number one or a number two world ranking. You wouldn't have yeah. the world's best football team and the worst football team. You wouldn't have... Champions League and Europa League and the World Cup and do you know what I mean? It just wouldn't exist, no. would it? So why yeah. do it? It's, it blows my mind that it's happening. Yeah, because there's just no, there's there's no win. Nobody but I think wins. it's been for a long time, though, isn't it? Like even yes. in like our days, probably you have you have some kids or some teachers. Oh, there's no losers in this school. Shut up! <laughs> you're lying to me. <laughs> there is a loser, and it was probably me. But I <laughs> ran faster next time. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You knew where to. You could. You could just learn. Yeah. You could learn, and now we're stopping that. We go. No, you don't need to learn. Do you, do you imagine going to imagine your class, your judo class? Going, you did great. You got absolutely mullered by that bloke. Good job. Just do the, do it the same next time. Good mate. job. Yeah. Good job. Do you oh, know what? Hancock. It was so it was quite. So every um, first month of the of the year uh, of the month. Sorry. First session every of the month. Every first month of the month. Every every first session of the month is uh, I do like a fitness slash fighting class. So. I don't tell the kids our next week's going to be fitness slash fighting. They just turn up and then I say at the start of lessons, nice. this week we're going to be doing this, right? And the look on their face is, oh, no, not again. Like, I've got to fight for 45 minutes and I'll do fitness for 45 minutes. And these kids, I've got a six-year-old, right? I've got a six-year-old that does it. But they will say, oh, I'm tired. I'm really tired. Can I stop? Can I have a drink? No, get on with it. And do you know what? That I think the resilience and mental discipline that, that kid learns coming into a class where everyone else is doing it and he's the only person asking if he can have a drink. He never he didn't do it again. He just got on with it. Yeah. And it's the same with any any other kid that comes out from outside of a different club and comes in and says, Can I have a drink now? Do you know what I mean? They're they're used to that ease. Oh of course you can, you know. Whereas today, on this day only, the first session of the month, you are gonna get beasted and you're going to get put through hell. But at the end of the session, I'm going to recognize who's done well and who hasn't done well. And if you've done well, we're going to celebrate with you. And nine times out of ten, everyone puts maximum effort in and does their hardest. And it was the same with like a few weeks ago. I'm not kidding. I've never been a prouder coach because it wasn't just like, I didn't just have a class of five people that turned up and worked hard. I had a class of 20 people and all of them worked 100%. And from the age of six to the age of, 30 something so that wide range of age no matter what happened or, or how hard they found it kind of a drink no we're going to finish this they all done it and all stuck at it okay. so i think you, like you said you just have to learn from a young age that failure happens but you have to get back up off your back and carry on doing what you need to do to succeed in life i think they'd also learn in that one that excuse me i think everyone could have learned from each other in that age range she's saying like five to thirty yeah They'd have seen the the olden's have been would have seen the resilience in the young ones just yeah. going out and going out and they'd be like, 
can't have this. I've got, you know, so it's pushing them on. And the young ones are seeing the mature, the people they look up to yeah. going at it and going hard. So it's just, it's just like a positive movement. Everyone yeah. doing really well. So everyone pushes even further and you go beyond your limits, which is just what we love to see. Um, but also, what was I going to say? That kid that wanted the drink. I bet you he then learned after that that actually my body can keep going. Yeah, my body can take it. I was being weak up here. Yeah. It can keep doing the full 45 and I'm... I'm, I'm going to push on. Yeah. There's another thing as well. Like, So basically, I'll do another exercise where we'd have a group of three, a team of three. You'd have one person at one end of the mat, one person at the other, and one in the middle. And basically what you do is the person in the middle runs to the side, throws that person. The person who gets thrown gets up, runs to the side, and throws that person. You just continue. And we do it for a song. But it'd be like... ACDC, Highway Tell or something. So it's not like a, a two-minute song. It's like five minutes long or something. So it's just continuous, bang, bang, bang. And you're not doing it as a group. You're doing it as the team. So every single person can see that you're being thrown, been thrown, or running to be thrown. So no matter what, if you get hurt, someone's looking at you, you landed running, you landed funny, you, you're crying, get up and carry on. Like So everyone can see what everyone's doing. Yeah. And there's not one person that cried, moaned, or asked for a drink because the whole team could view on what that person was doing. So you had to put on a face, had yeah, to put on yeah. bravery, had to put on, I'm going to get through this, get these five minutes done and push on. So like you said, everyone's looking at that person so everyone can learn from what the other person's doing as well. It's a level of accountability there as well. Exactly. You know? So you have to do that in your own life as well. Personal <laughs> life is a bit harder. You know, that is why we have accountability partners. Definitely. But it's definitely a bit harder to sort of adjust and, and keep moving forward, as you said, in that respect. That's uh, So using that going into a personal life, it is difficult because there's no team. There's no team in no. your personal life. It's you, you are you. You're right, yeah. You're on your own. You can't... Uh, when you're working in a team, we both know, you work with teammates or, or work colleagues, There's you, you want to push on a little bit more mm. for them. You push past your limits for them. Yeah. To not let them down, etc. Um, And sometimes it's, you don't do that for yourself. It's just human nature. You go, actually, I'm only letting myself down. I'll be all right. Yeah. I remember you used to go had a gym partner um, we smashed out the gym seven days a week. It was incredible training uh, we did, and it was only, we only were able to do that because each other, cause, because of because of each other, we we're pushing each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if it was just me, I'd have been able to plan that same training program, but I'd never ex- executed. No, and that's that is why it's so important to have that accountability to have accountability with yourself, but also it's easy to have someone on the outside. Like me and you got each other. Yeah, you guys need to get one as well because it's just a complete game changer. Imagine going, if you've got a gym partner, you never let them down, do you? You don't want to let them, or if you do let them down, you let them down in advance. Yeah. You reschedule, you find a way of getting around it, but... You change the time, you know, you, yeah. you fit it in another day, or you do double the next day, or it's just something. You don't drop it completely, no. you, you make it, yeah, you make it work, and you need to be able to learn how to do that yourself, yeah. for yourself. Yeah, For agree. all your goals, for all your, your, your structure of your week, all of that, you need to learn. And it's very hard. It is, yeah, it's very hard. Like you said, it... it I think a lot of people take accountability for granted. They they literally just say, well, even in day-to-day jobs, you know, they, they kind of assume accountability as well. He should have checked to make sure that I'd done the job. No, the job's on you, so make sure you've done the job. Yep. And the same with accountability, you know, for instance, if you're working with yourself and you're setting yourself a goal that you're going to have a six-pack by the end of the year, it's on you that you're going to stick to a routine and make it and, and follow it through, not the other person. The other person's there to help you. So make sure that you know you're you're not letting that person down. That person's relying on you, and you're relying on them. And that's why it works so well, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Like you said, definitely. And you can compare goals as well. Yeah. And again, bless you. <laughs> oh, thank you. 
Excuse me, guys. Um, you're just raising the bar with two yeah. of you. You're just raising that bar quicker than you would if you're on your own. Exactly. And that's, that's another way to just... Same as networking, like we spoke about a couple of episodes ago. You're raising your bar, using other people. Uh, it's just the fastest route to success. So if you guys do want an accountability partner, let us know. Comment down below and we can sort you out and hook you up with some people because uh, we know some people that need some partners as well. Mm. So don't ever feel like you're on your own. Don't ever feel like you can't talk to anyone. You don't have any friends. Sometimes a complete stranger is also the best accountability partner going because they're the people that want to learn and they're the people that are going to push you. Sometimes friends aren't always the best ones. Definitely. Sometimes strangers are. You made that sound horrendous. It's true though. No, as in if you don't have any friends, get in contact. Like (laughs) (laughs) what it means is no friends that you can rely on for accountability. Yeah, because because like like we said, starting this journey, right? How many realistically, how many people did we think about that would or know that we're doing this journey? There isn't many people. I live in a house full of lads. Yeah. There's four of us in total. I couldn't go to one of them. No, because they, they wouldn't want to be interested. They're no. not interested in this type of journey. So it's quite hard for people to find a person that is interested in being better than they were yesterday. Very. But we've got a little community of all of you here. So just get in contact with yeah. people together. And we can sort you out. And strangers can sometimes be the best. So Pronto. As we said. I was going to say something. Go on. Find it. Um... As you said, just go back to your vision board, sorry. Yeah. Um, as a, a person looking at a vision board, initially I thought vision boards were useless. I didn't believe them. I, you know, when I first started the journey, I just thought, who really takes the time in putting out their dreams onto a, a piece of paper and, or onto a, a spreadsheet or so on and so forth and looking at that every day? Vision boards are one of the most powerful things someone can use because it doesn't only give you a word type of view it also gives you a physical view if you have a house that's perfect you can put it on there if you have a car that's perfect to you you can put it on there if you have the dream family a dog a cat or whatever if you want to buy a special dog you can have it on there if you want to have a perfect holiday you can have it on there so it's not just words that you can read it's vision it's pictures that you can see so vision boards are actually very powerful as well as goals so like you said i think it's a great idea just to print that off and get it up somewhere as well as the words that you've you've mentioned in the same when you've written vision boards are powerful don't overlook it and print it off and, and do, do take the time in doing it especially for do people like myself on. I learn better by doing or by looking yeah hands on yeah spot yeah. on like I, can, I can read and read and read these books and sometimes it goes in yeah, I'm sure you're the same I think you're the same we spoke about it you can read a page and go absolutely none of that what? went in yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what, yeah. Was that, what was that yeah. it takes so long to read a book for me yeah. um, but we still do it because yeah. we're finding success um so pictures and little comments, little words, little phrases just yeah. go so far with me. It's like, that's why it's so powerful. Yeah, I completely agree. So if you're the same, get on it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a win. Doesn't take that long. No. It's actually quite motivational as well because you'll be fired up to work and chase it after that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Anything else you want to add, dude? No, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, links will be down below. I hope you enjoyed the new setup, by the way. Take care. Have a good one. See you next week. Success is available for everybody, so why should you set up for this?